0: Today, I made a post about, uh, I found a video on TikTok of a UFO that basically looks like a, like a cue ball, a perfectly white cue ball. Now, it's pretty much the best example of what I have personally seen. Back in now, I've talked about this on a couple different podcasts, but I don't think I've ever just talked about this by itself. Uh, so this is for Ian. Um, he was uh, pretty interested in hearing the story. But if you go to um, the YouTube channel and Life Changing Orb Event, I'm sure most of y'all know that. Everything pretty much changed for me in 2012 with that event, with the orb that visited my home. Now, initially, I had never had anything happen weird up until that point in my life. Um, 2012, I was 32. Uh, I say weird. I mean like, you know, Bigfoot, UFOs, orbs, none of that stuff. Um had a vague interest in ufos um i believe they were possible you know i I found them interesting watch ancient aliens stuff like that documentaries but i never spent any time on anything like that and then i had the orb event happen now initially i thought uh when it happened and throughout the first week probably even the second week i thought that event was ufo related um Part of the reason is because I still had my head up my butt and didn't realize it was a pretty much a life changing spiritual event. But uh, so 20, that happens in 2012, the warp thing. And then it was either later that year, or I think maybe even could be 2013, 2014. I believe there is a uh, an official. Uh, MUFON report, I think. I don't know. Um, That got murky. And it's because it happened at the airport. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and explain it. Hartsville, Jackson. Me and uh, a couple other employees were uh, waiting on a plane. These are the gates that the planes park at. Here's the runway. Here's the building. Uh, I was on this gate right here. That red dot, that represents me. My supervisor was standing right there next to me. And uh, we had another guy that was working on the the bin webbing on the inside of the plane was messed up. So we were waiting on that. For whatever reason, I guess I felt it. I'm standing there with my arms crossed like this. And I just went and looked straight up. And probably all this is guesstimation because it's a it's a ball in the sky uh, with no point of reference. I'm going to say maybe 100 feet above my head. It was a perfectly white, like ivory, like spinning ball. And you could tell it was spinning because it was like reflecting. But... Uh, It was about the size. I mean, it literally looked like a floating cue ball. It was not a balloon at all. Uh, It wasn't a ball of light. It was solid. But there was another one above it, maybe about, I don't know, maybe 60 feet above it, offset. Uh, I'm looking up. I see the one right above me. So offset to the left above it is the other one. I look back down on my supervisor, which is standing right here. And I say, what in the hell is that? And uh, she looks up, looks at these things, looks down at me and says, I don't know. And I don't want to know. And she turned around and went inside. Well, just so happens I got a buddy up there. He's all into UFOs. Him and I talked about it before and everything. Him and a couple other guys (coughs) that I knew three of them were working over here on this gate so i ran over here they were working on this flight got them now all three those three guys and me so there's four of us one two three four we get back to the middle of this empty gate and they have made it to right here they have floated they have stayed the same height one above the other, but that's as far as they had moved is to this gate right here in the time it took me to go over here, get them, and bring them back. And we're all just standing there. Now they've got, uh, if you take your phone out and start recording out there, you get fired. Uh, there's, no way, there's no way around it. You might get lucky, but you're supposed to get fired, and people have gotten fired. So none of us even, it was not an option, <clears throat> Wish we would have, but you know, I need my job. So we, we're we all standing there looking at these things right up above us. And uh, you know, we're in awe and talking about it. Well, my plane's ready to go. So I come back and then uh, we get done doing what we're doing. They go back over here, they get done doing what they're doing. And I'll walk back over here and what they told me, the guys on this gate, was that they kept going in this direction, both of them. The one here, we'll say the one above it. They moved this direction to the runway and got above the runway. And I can't remember what they said, whether it was when a plane either took off or a plane was landing, they were standing here and they watched it They watched both of them while the plane was either landing or taking off. Like I said, I can't remember. And both of them shot straight up through the the sky, out of sight, gone, instantaneously. Now, I didn't see that part of it. But, interestingly enough, what I did see, which I've never seen before or since, is after this happened, there was a military predator drone flying back and forth across this area right here all over the ramp between uh, concourse A and concourse B it just kept flying back and forth back and forth, never seen that ever Uh, these were not weather balloons Uh, they were not drones I don't know what they were But that's why he called a UFO. But uh, we reported it. The other guy that he was really into it, he contacted MUFON. We both talked on the phone. The MUFON guy was flying in to Atlanta and wanted to meet us all and take our statement. The problem is he wanted to do it at work. None of us were going to do that. Um, I think either the other guy or me, one mentioned... Hey, we can do this. We can talk about it, but we're not going to do it at work. Like while we're on the clock, you know, we can't do that. I don't know where it went after that. Um, luckily, the guy—I can't remember his name—I um, believe he was already coming through Atlanta. It was not like he took a special trip, but everybody one by one just kind of bailed out. You know, they didn't want to—they uh, didn't want to go public. And if they did, they really didn't want to do it standing in uniform with a MUFON guy pointing at stuff, you know. But, uh, that's the story of our UFOs. Uh, it was nuts. And, uh, but luckily I had, there was at least one, four, five, at least five other witnesses, maybe six. I can't remember. But, uh. Thank God they were there to back me up.